Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, welcome to day 13 of the Pile on the Miles Challenge. My name is Monica Olivas, and I've never watched a movie. That is my random confession for today. I recently have become convinced that I've never seen an entire movie from start to finish because I've noticed that anytime someone asks me about a movie, I say, yeah, I know what movie you're talking about or, oh, I think I've seen part of it, but I'm never like, yes, I have seen that movie. I can never answer that with confidence. So I'm like, maybe I've never actually seen an entire movie. And I have been seeing this for a little bit, actually, because I've noticed this. And then um, my podcast editor, hi, uh, sent me a link to that K-I-T, keep it together clip that I referenced. And I was like, yeah, but like, yeah, with a question mark, like, that seems familiar. And it was just another situation where I was like, I don't think I've actually seen that movie, even though I'm quoting it. So I don't think I've ever actually seen a movie. This is what I am convinced of. So I'm pretty excited to actually watch my first movie ever. I don't know. Maybe I just have a really bad memory. I need to eat some walnuts. The point of all of this is that you should check in for Pile on the Miles, day 13, in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com or on my Instagram at runeatrepeat. Let me know what you're doing today. I don't see how that ties in with the point of Pile on the Miles, but I just thought I would share. That's where we are today. And since it's Monday and we get a fresh start, give yourself a fresh start, learn what you can from what you did last week, and then grow and get better this week. Make sure that you are staying on track and checking in, encouraging others, and just keep it up. And since my movie confession was already kind of random, I'm going to share another random fact. November 13th is National Indian Pudding Day, and I have no idea what Indian pudding is. So I looked it up, and I'll put a recipe in the show notes. Um, it's a recipe from Simply Recipes, and it describes it as traditional American Indian pudding is a baked custard pudding made with cornmeal, milk, eggs, and sweetened with molasses. Perfect for Thanksgiving. And it actually looks really good. Um, There's a picture of it that I have up here. But a lot of the recipes that I found reference that like it doesn't look really good, but it's very comforting if you serve it with some ice cream and you know you serve the pudding warm with some ice cream it's like comfort in a bowl and like describing how it's really really amazing tasting but not like the best looking dish so i was like i think it kind of looks good but you know these like awesome food photographers like it is impressive i i love food porn on instagram or on blogs like i don't know how people do it i am not good with the details I don't know if you've realized that from the randomness that just happened already today, let alone the previous however many days. And because I'm going to try to stay on track with running and eating, maybe Indian pudding, I might make this recipe. If I do, I will definitely check back in and let you know how it was. I think it's something my mom would really like. But before we get into all of that and I get to the kitchen, let's talk about proper running form. 
This week, I'm running through proper running form from head to toe. So if you are actually running right now, check in with your body, check in with your form as I go through each area. Yesterday, I talked about head, neck, and shoulders. So make sure if you skipped that episode, go back and listen to it, at least that part, checking in with your head, neck, and shoulders. And today, I'm talking about arms and hands. This is from active.com, an article called The Basics of Good Running Form, and I will put a link to it in the show notes. But the article says, lightly cup your hand as though you're holding an egg. Keep your wrists loose. Bend at your elbows approximately at a 90 degree angle with your hands gliding past your waistline. As your arms pump along your sides, your elbows should swing somewhere between your chest and waistline. Pumping your arms at a faster rate will allow for faster leg turnover. And what they are saying here, it kind of, however you need to visualize it, you want to make sure that you're keeping your arms close into your body. And like I've said before, they say keep your arms, um, your arms should swing somewhere between your chest and waistline. I have spoken to this in a previous episode where I say nips, hips, and chips. Basically, the nips and hips is you want your hand to go like up to your nipple area and down to your hip and not super past those two kind of borders. And the chips is imagine you're holding a chip in your hand, right? With like most of your fingers touching your thumb, but not in a super tight fist. They're saying you want to keep your hand cupped kind of like you're holding an egg. Actually, I think I picture cupping my hand like as if I am holding it out kind of like I am. (laughs) Right now what I'm doing is I'm like holding my hand cupped and what I picture in this situation, that's not how I would hold an egg, but that is how I would hold an, a handful of M&Ms or candy, actually. So um, yes, it's I I wouldn't think lightly cup your hand as if you're holding an egg. Um, I would think maybe like a very soft fist so that if you are literally white knuckling it, maybe your hand is too tense and you want to check in on that because sometimes one body part, right? is giving you a little heads up that in general you're tense. If you happen to be really holding a tight fist and you are actually like white knuckling it, it's hard to think then that your fist is super, super tense and super tight, but you are managing to keep your neck and shoulders loose, right? So one area, if that is kind of a little white flag, white knuckling it, but a red flag that, hey, like it's super tense right here in your hand, this might be affecting other areas. So check in with yourself. You want to keep somewhat of a soft hand. You don't want to get too crazy with it. You don't want to have your hand and your wrist be completely limp either so that it's almost like you're flicking, you know, water or something off your hand as you are hitting each step, but something in between. And again, this kind of goes back to, you want to listen to your body and figure that out. And Imagine something that is more comfortable for you in terms of how you're picturing this, whether it's chips, an egg, a handful of M&Ms, which doesn't now make any sense. But at least for these purposes, that's how I picture cupping. But keep a light fist, 90 degree angle, fairly close to your body and pump your arms. This definitely helps. It's kind of like this um, since our body, you know, everything is connected and sometimes continuing to pump your arms while you are you know, your legs maybe want to stop. Keeping that going, keeping your gaze forward, keeping your arms pumping can help the rest of your body get in line. Like, sorry, kids, we're going to keep going. I know legs, you want to stop, but my arms are still, (laughs) that is, 
I love using sound effects and yet I still feel the need to make that little <laughs> sound. I don't know why. Fun fact also, I don't know how to whistle. I think that would be my impression of a whistle if I ever tried. Okay, let's move on. Today's runner tip of the day is from Jenny and you can find her on Instagram at Jenny running on life. And I will put a link to her Instagram and a cute picture in the show notes. The first question is, you can give another runner one tip. What is it? Jenny says, listen to your body. It's rough when your body says to take a break, but taking a few days off when it tells you is way better than taking weeks or months off when you get injured. Listen to your body. Yes, you guys, yes. I'm going to keep saying it. If you listen when your body whispers, you won't have to hear it scream. And this is something that we don't necessarily want to hear. And it's hard to gauge for sure, because sometimes as runners, you're going to be uncomfortable. Running is uncomfortable, especially if you are training for a race or trying to do something new, whether it be run faster or run farther, you're going to be uncomfortable. That is different from your body telling you, hey, this kind of feels bad. It feels like an injury. There's a difference between being uncomfortable pain and just because you are increasing your fitness and injury pain and pay attention to that. The last question is, what's your secret to staying motivated? She said, having a goal, whether it's hitting a certain mileage or training for a race, having a goal in mind pushes me to keep going. Thank you so much, Jenny. And finally, the run scavenger hunt item for today. Day 13's scavenger hunt item is Hill Yeah. It was a little play on Hell Yeah. And it is a good attitude to have if you need to run hills because they are definitely challenging. I will put a link in the show notes to some tips on running hills because I know that they can always be, you know, a challenge and something that no matter how strong of a runner, how seasoned of a runner you are, gravity Gravity is still going to be there, kids, and it does not make hill running easy. But share a picture of what hill yeah means to you. Use hashtag team RER and tag at run it repeat on Instagram and make sure to check in for today. Keep it up. Everyone is doing super, super awesome. I'm so proud of you and I love reading all of the updates. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.